Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey, brought to you by Haunted Road Media and MikeRicksecker.com. Please subscribe to the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel, and please follow us on whichever podcasting platform you are currently tuned into. I'm Mike Ricksecker, of course, author and ghostorian, and we just released a new video on haunted dolls, and I wanted to cover one specifically today, Robert the Doll, because there are some different theories about that particular doll and what happened in its situation that I think is a little unconventional, that I think is a little different than other people have kind of put together. So to give you a little background on Robert the doll, let you know exactly, you know, what it was and the haunting that is behind it. So Robert the doll was a, um, a doll owned by Robert Eugene Otto in Florida, and he eventually went on to become a a pretty well-known painter. He was an artist, but when he received the doll, he was only four years old. Uh, It was given to him by his aunts. The doll originated in Germany. I guess we can suppose that the aunt bought it new out in Germany, but the origins are a little little hazy because that's about all we know. She bought it out in Germany, or she got it from somewhere out in Germany and brought it to him. Uh, Where it was before that, uh, whether it was just in the store or something else, we don't know. Um, But in any case... When when Gene first got this doll, so he was only four years old, and the aunt's idea was that this would serve as a good friend for him until he started making some real friends. Well, when Robert Eugene Otto first received this doll, he declared that the doll would then be named Robert, and he would go by the name Gene which isn't too out of the norm. A, a lot of uh, a lot of people will go by their middle names instead of their first name, whether it's family tradition or maybe their father has the same name, so they start calling the child by the middle name. There's a lot of different reasons for that, so it doesn't seem too out of the norm, but he decided to give the doll his own first name. Well, as the years went by, some unusual things started happening, such as when Robert and Gene, or Gene and Robert, <laughs> were uh, playing alone together, uh, multiple voices could be heard, giggling would be heard, things around the house started getting moved around, and when things got broken, uh, Gene, of course, blamed Robert, which on the latter, yeah, you know, a lot of children, if they break something, they don't want to get in trouble, they'll try to blame it on somebody else, and so to pawn it off on the doll, Okay, you know, that might be a typical uh, child reaction. However, things around the house did legitimately get moved. Um, people were getting creeped out within the house. And so um, there ended up being a lot of conflict with Gene about the doll. And he eventually was sent away to a boarding school. And the, uh, the doll was kept at the house. Now, when Gene got older, uh, grew up, got married, all of that, um, 
his mother became very ill. The mother was still at that house. And so Gene ended up moving his family into uh, that house to try to take care of his mother. His attachment to the doll uh, renewed, and his wife became very agitated and irritated about uh, Gene's attachment to Robert the doll. Um, again, uh, many of the same things started happening, things being moved around the house. Um, you know, there was a plumber who went, ran screaming from the house uh, because the doll, the doll scowled at him and giggled. Um, there are reports about even when when Gene was out of the house, um, not only as an adult, but uh, really uh, during that time uh, when he was away uh, before he moved back, that uh, neighbors would report seeing Robert the doll standing in the window as if uh, looking for Gene to return. So there are a lot of strange and unusual things that happen with this doll. Now, when Gene passed away, the doll was donated to a local museum, the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West. And ever since then, the doll has taken on this persona of being cursed, that uh, whenever somebody takes a photo of him, that something nasty and nefarious, nasty and nefarious, if I could speak correctly, uh, would happen to them. And so people ended up uh, writing the doll, yes, sending letters to the doll, uh, apologizing for taking its picture and asking that the curse be lifted. So um, there is this idea now that you have to ask Robert the doll if you are allowed to take its picture. I don't know how it answers or responds, but um, if you do not ask to take his picture, then some sort of mean, nasty thing will happen to you. And then that's... That's why in a lot of Robert the Doll photos that you see at the museum, there are, you know, there's this wall of letters uh, asking for his uh, forgiveness. So that is the uh, general legend of Robert the Doll. And I have some ideas about what was going on with this doll, what was going on with Gene, that, you know, it's not really that a spirit inhabited the doll. I, I guess some people think that, you know, okay, it came from Germany. It has this mysterious past. We don't, we don't know exactly where it came from other than over the seas and that some spirit was attached to it and through the doll, um, of course, started playing with, with Gene as a child and, you know, would do these crazy things around the house and was a, a nasty fellow. Uh, I don't really adhere to that um, that theory. I have a different one that I've come up with that I think makes a little more sense other than just a random spirit being attached to this doll for some unknown reason. And I think what it is is that Gene um, was a very sensitive boy. And he is one of those people that was able to generate a lot of people uh, PK activity that he had the ability of telekinesis and now there's a, a lot of theories about poltergeist activity and you know I also uh, I guess to plainly say I don't believe in the current poltergeist theory and what I mean by that is a, a lot of modern theories about poltergeists is that a poltergeist isn't really a ghost it is somebody's telekinesis 
uh, abilities acting out. And here's my take on that. There's two different things we're talking about here. They, it, there is a poltergeist. Poltergeist is German. Here we go back to Germany. Poltergeist is German for noisy ghost. You know, it originated back back then. It is a ghost. It is a spirit that is wreaking havoc over the location, throwing things around, being noisy, what have you. Uh, basically, any of those who are Harry Potter fans, if you read the books, uh, Peeves the Poltergeist, I believe J.K. Rowling actually did a fairly decent job of depicting a, uh, a poltergeist, you know, a mischievous ghost that is creating a lot of havoc. That is a poltergeist, which is different than poltergeist activity. Poltergeist activity or that telekinesis, that PK activity that is acting out basically mimics a poltergeist. So you're getting the activity of what one would experience if a poltergeist was in the house, but there is not actually a poltergeist in the house. You're just experiencing the act, the similar type of activity of one, and that is this uh, telekinesis that is acting out, a, an energy from the human that is manifesting within the house as all these different crazy things happening. So I think what was happening with Gene, with Gene Otto and Robert the Doll, is that he had uh, this telekinesis, this ability uh, to basically make objects move and, and not really understand that it was him all along. I think with Gene, because it happened at such a young age, and he latched onto this doll at such a young age that his telekinesis was funneled into the doll. That instead of just acting out all over the place, I've been on these cases before where, you know, it, a lot of times it's a young girl, you know, and she's, you know, coming into age, hormones are running wild, she has these different abilities, and it is just wreaking havoc all over the house. It doesn't happen when she's not there. Is, but when she's there, it's wreaking havoc all over the house and comes out in a lot of different forms, uh, not just one in particular. But I think with Gene, it was a little different in that, um, again, because he had attached himself so early in age to that doll that all of his telekinesis was funneled straight into Robert. And so it made it seem like the doll was doing all these crazy things when really it was Gene and his, unbeknownst to him, you know, psychic abilities, his his telekinesis, uh, being funneled right into Robert the doll, and that PA that PK activity was manifesting in that way. So the doll would act out, um, would even apparently talk while uh, in the same room with Gene, you know, would scare the plumber away you know would uh look over the look out the windows over the neighborhood and, and all of these different crazy things and basically you know terrorize the family and when he eventually moved back uh creep out his wife so that's my idea for what was going on with robert the doll while gene was still alive now what's going on with this curse i'm still working on putting that together but here's an idea so Gene was extremely attached to this doll. Why wouldn't he also be attached to that doll in the afterlife? I think a lot of people believe that it's still the same uh, entity within the doll now as had been when Gene was alive. 
And I think, in a, I guess in a sense that's true because I still think it's gene. You know, I, I, I don't believe, I mean, you think about, okay, what's, what's the activity that's going on now? Are crazy things going on within the museum? Not really. You know, it's all about this curse of the doll, you know, so the activity is actually different. So with Gene now no longer in the living, he's in the afterlife now, his ability to interact and be a part of that doll would now be very different. So my theory on that is that the haunting of Robert the Doll now there in the museum is actually the spirit of Gene Otto. So it's still all coming from Gene being channeled through this doll. It's just now in a different form. When he was alive, it was uh, his telekinesis and the PK activity being funneled through the doll. And now in the afterlife, in his spirit form, he has basically attached himself to the doll. And I don't know. I mean, taking the photographs, you, you hear about this type of, you know, curse being on other objects, you know, taking photographs, um, and then, you know, people suddenly becoming cursed. It's been a story not only associated with Robert the Doll, but with others. But you think about, Gene Otto was a painter. And so, perhaps, and I, and I don't know because I, uh, I didn't know him, of course, uh, perhaps he wasn't so keen on photography because maybe he thought that type of art was better represented through painting. So he might have some sort of aversity to uh, photography. And, and just doing some research on him, you only find a couple of photos of him. It, it's not, he wasn't a shutterbug for sure. Um, you know, he, he, did, he wasn't one to really get in front of the camera. Of course, you know, um, being a little bit uh, older back in the day, perhaps there weren't as many opportunities to have photos taken of him, but you know, there are, there are some. Um, so that's, it's a theory at this point. It's all theory. You know, when we're dealing with the paranormal and supernatural, it really is all theory. And we try to take the little bits of information that we've been able to piece together and come up with our hypothesis as to what exactly happened. And so my idea about what happened with Robert the Doll is quite different than what most people surmise, but it makes sense to me as to what really happened, other than just it being some random spirit attached to the doll from Germany, or maybe even when it got there to Key West, um, having a reasonable explanation with Gene himself seems a lot more plausible to me. So there you have it, my Robert the Doll theory. <laughs> All right, so thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate you uh, listening to the Mike Ricksecker audio journey. Please follow us on whichever podcast platform you are currently listening to, and please subscribe to the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel where we have our videos on haunted dolls. Uh, we just came out with one here um, this past week. Of course, we have videos out there about other haunted dolls as well, like Annabelle. There's a haunted toys video and uh, almost 700 videos now of uh, all kinds of different hauntings and our paranormal investigations and the like. So also please check out MikeRickSecker.com where you can find all of my books and uh, other, well, there's a lot of... Uh, 
there's the blog posts out there that you can read as well and uh, all the merch. So, <laughs> all right, so that'll do it. Until next time.